Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Yeah! The Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast with my guys, Rowett and Robbie, from my starting five episode. What's good, fellas? How you doing? Doing well. How are you, Robbie? Is it just me? Or does Jurassic 5 rival the Jackson 5 as the greatest band with five in their name? I'll see your Jurassic Five, and can I raise you a Power Man Five Thousand? Oh, nice! I mean, it might. Is this what it's like when worlds collide? <laughs> Maroon might not Five, be a popular choice right now, but yeah, Maroon Five. At some point, five. had to be in that conversation. So, oh, how about the British boy band Five? <laughs> but they go. spelled it with a five at the initial part of it, and then it was still I, and then the Roman letter V and E. J Five is on the mic, so the people was live. We're gonna have a good episode today. Yes, we are. All right, so we're going to get into athletes that deserve signature shoes because whether you're like a, a basketball fan or a football fan or a tennis fan or baseball fan, like there's so many athletes out there, in my opinion, that just deserve some more love and recognition from the footwear brands. So I'm going to toss it to one of you guys to give a, a quick rundown on how we do this, just in case we've got some new folks tuning in. I'll go ahead and do it. So usually what happens is we'll get a topic, which we'll share with the general audience, and we go snake style or fantasy football style where, let's say in a hypothetical, I'll go first, Robbie will go second, Nick will go third, and then in the wraparound, Nick will start the next round off and have the first pick, and we'll cycle back to me, and we'll just complete that for about five rounds. And we also like to include a six-man off the bench because we do have basketball roots, and we are supposed to know our roots. So that's the shameless plug for our old sports show. But am I missing any critical detail, Robbie, before we let the drafting that commence? That was finger looking good, man. Thank you, Colonel. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So let's think, just keep that order. I mean, yep. Nick, you got the short end of that stick, but I don't think Rhodes has gone first ever, and I've never gone middle. So. I'm ready. Let's okay. do it. Cool. Alrighty. Uh, so with the first overall pick, I am going to go with a unconventional pick because that's what I do. That's my brand here. And I'm going to go with something outside of our traditional basketball focus. And I will go with one Christian Pulisic. He is USA's first shot of credibility of being a global superstar that's on par with the likes of a Ronaldo and a Messi eventually. But he's shown a lot in the last couple of years. Last year, he single-handedly caused Chelsea to qualify for the Champions League. This year, he played a pivotal role in securing that Champions League title, the second one for Chelsea. So I'm biased because I am a big Chelsea fan, but I think Pulisic is the one that's going to move the needle. And it's also going to give us a credibility in a sport we've never really had credibility before. So give that man his own cleat and let 
America joined the table, so to speak, when we're talking about global football? It's a good pick. I don't know global football. So like you said, Messi and Ronaldo. I'm like, oh, those other two names I know. But what's his name again? Pulisic. Christian Pulisic. Yeah, man. I'm just – I'm not with it. But good pick. Yeah, and honestly, he's probably five years away, but I'm still giddy in the fact that we have an American playing a pivotal part in the biggest championship uh, club football has. So why not give him yet another accolade? Probably low on his list of accolades he's received in the last two weeks, but an accolade. That is definitely a good pick. I'm thinking here because I had a list. I don't have a, a, a ranking. So I'm just going to start off with my my fifth, my least favorite, Mr. Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby had the TD, PEs, Team Dime. How many, Nick? Probably like 15 pairs at least. Oh, at least. The PEs yeah. on a Western Conference Finals dwelling team over multiple seasons, perennially in contention, and never got a shoe. I mean, you don't have to be with Nike or even Jordan brand. You see players, think of like Jimmy Butler or Dwayne Wade, who are with Jordan brand and they're like, all right, well, someone else is going to pay me. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm surprised Mike baby never took one of those deals or never bet you was offered some, maybe he was just loyal to Jordan and didn't want to, didn't want to mess that up. But Mike baby immediately came to mind, especially thinking about Chris Weber having one and everything. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's a good call because I think it's, I think it has to do with just the timing of it. Right. Cause Jordan was, was so heavy into that, that team, Jordan stuff, you know, during that era, the 90, what, 97 to 2002, 2003, that was like kind of the heart of, of the King's run. And also like when Jordan brand was just like, we have the air Jordan and we don't give signatures to anybody except for, we'll call this Trunner Ray, Roy Jones signature. Now I'm just upset Chris Weber couldn't help him with a Dada colorway at the very least. Come on, Chris, take care of your teammate the way he took care of you in the clutch. So my first pick is going to be uh, a little near and dear to the heart. I'm going to go with Jerry Rice because, you know, I have a couple of his uh, PE like trainers from back in the day, but never had a signature shoe. Kind of just insane that he didn't have a signature shoe as I don't even think it's arguable that he's the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game of American football. No, I mean, by that GOAT standard, he is so far ahead of whoever you think the number two wide receiver is that he should automatically always be ushered into those GOAT conversations that tend to be quarterback-centric when it comes to American yeah, football. You would so think so. Pick. All right, so my next pick, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back towards football, the other football, the, the real football, if you will. And uh, I'm going to say Megan Rapino. I just think that she just deserves a signature <sighs> shoe. Great pick. I don't know if that's a on-field shoe Cleated or just a, her own, you know, like, I mean, you could do like her own Air Max of some sort. It seems like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. You got the yeah. silhouette. Like, that's exactly. half the battle right there. I'm going to go, I'm going to keep it with the ladies. I'm going to say Brittany Griner. Because unlike the NBA, where big men don't sell shoes... I think a big woman in the WNBA does do a lot more for their game than a modern big in the NBA does. So, I mean, Brittany Griner is going to completely change everything defensively. She's going to dunk on you. She's such a dynamic player. I think she, I believe she's sponsored by Adidas. 
she should have her own signature shoe if it, if they're going to go that route. I think she'd be a fine candidate because just like the complete opposite of the men's game. Like, you know, if you're just bigger, stronger, more powerful than your opponent, like you're going to dominate in the paint. Like just they play more traditional basketball still. Like it's it's a beautiful thing to actually see somebody back, get back down and like put a move on. And Brittany keeps that alive. So good pick. All right, I'm up next, and I will pick football, but the more American sense, and I'll go with one Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Uh, yeah, at this point, my life is going to be so intertwined with this gentleman's. It's going to be scary, and anytime I can, I like to pay homage to St. Patrick for bringing us the Super Bowl to Kansas City and just kind of reinventing the game in a way that we've never really seen before from the quarterback position. So I'm happy with that, and I'm happy that I can pair him up with Christian Pulisic. For my next pick, I will also – once again, kind of compliment Nick, and I will pick Megan Rapinoe's partner in life, and that's Sue Bird. And we know about keeping Sue fresh from the Kyrie perspective, but I think the freshest way you can keep Sue fresh is giving her her own shoe. And I think she's probably been the most influential woman's point guard that I can think of from an American viewpoint in the last 10 to 15 years. But I don't know. Like I said, I think... We are severely lacking players, and I'm hoping that Sabrina Ionescu can kind of usher in this new era where females are likely to get signature products like their male counterparts, but almost as a Lifetime Achievement Award, I go super. Very fitting. I love seeing her PE game, though. So it would break my heart, but also much, much, much do. But you could totally picture like a a shoe that's like – right in between like the low Kobe's and the Kyrie's right. Like there's somewhere in between there, a sweet spot that would just be like, yeah. So my next person definitely would fill that sweet spot between a low Kobe and a more traditional shoe. One Laker, big man, Anthony Davis. They say big man again, don't sell shoes, but Anthony is such a modern big that he He's more Giannis, and he's not Giannis. Giannis is his own beast, but he's more Giannis than Shaq in terms of skill set and build. So you're the face of the Laker franchise along LeBron. I see him in every kind of commercial now that he's been in L.A. He's getting all this other shine. I think it makes sense to have him in the Kobe stuff, to be like the heir apparent to Kobe's line. It's worked I mean, from a medical standpoint, he's been hurt regardless of what shoe he's wearing. So I'm not going to put that on the Kobe's at all, but maybe something with more stability, something a little bigger, but still between the low profile Kobe and maybe more of a traditional mid for being that kind of flex big man. Yeah. So Anthony Davis, I think is definitely like if Joel Embiid can get one like bigger market, I would say because L, I mean, Anthony Davis is probably more well-known than Joel Embiid. Um, the unibrow thing, it's, it's really good marketing, man. You can do so much. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Velcro strap, make it look like his unibrow. And that's like very low-hanging fruit. I'm sure somebody far more creative than me can do even better. So I really like that pick, Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> I like it too. So I'm going to kind of follow follow your lead there in, into the basketball world. I just think... Luca is like the obvious next up for a signature shoe. I think you missed the opportunity. He's already shown what he's about in the playoffs. They should have had a shoe for him already. But like it should have just been, hey, we are working on this cool shit. How do we flip it to be a Luca shoe as soon as we possibly can? How do you shoehorn it in? Yep. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I'm uh, I'm up again. I'm gonna I'm gonna go completely off of what people probably would expect as I'm wearing my Giants hat. I'm like the ultimate diehard Giants fan. But one of the players that I love the most in Major League Baseball and have for a long time is Clayton Kershaw of the Dodgers. I would love to see something very just simple off the field on the field kind of two-way street i just i just wish baseball got a little bit more love and he's not the top of the list for baseball but for me he would be the top of the list of the active players i don't know how many pundits have given their two thoughts of how to fix baseball or how to make baseball more fun it's just like from a non-baseball fan, don't make that shit 10 hours. I mean, it's that's my yeah. big thing, and you can't really speed the game up. That's a whole other conversation. Great pick, though. Very very big of you to choose a Dodger. Trying. <laughs> very big of you. <laughs> um, my next one here, I don't even really love this guy. I He's okay as an analyst. I definitely don't dislike him. He's okay in Wendy's commercials. He's just like, he's a vanilla frosty. He's just like totally just like a little bland, but you still like him. He's available. Great guy. Reggie Miller. Like he's just always been just like, Oh, it's Reggie. Like I've, I like him at his most at his, I like him the most when he's talking about his sister beating him in LA. <laughs> That's like my favorite of uh, Cheryl Miller stories of whipping up on him. Is my favorite. Part, but just like as a 90s, you know, we've been talking a lot about Trey Young recently. Like, obviously, Reggie Miller is the, the first New York bad guy. But how he didn't have his shoe back in the day, like, blew my mind. Like, that legit, yeah, blew. It was like how he's in every, he's in Jordans, he's in Nikes. There's a lot of Nikes. Um, what was that one that's retro last week? Like, the Air, the um, it's an up-tempo, but it's a full-length Air Max. Um, Wavy's Reggie Miller wore them. Um, Keep going. I'm going to, while you glance, yeah, I'll try to see if I can. Um, a jewel swoosh, kind of wavy, full length Air Max. Oh, uh, yeah. The Nike Lace Air Total Max. Yes. Tempo. Total, Total Max, Max yeah. Tempo. He wore those in, like, I'm pretty sure he wore those in a Pacer colorway. Yep. 15s, obviously. Like, he's had the shoes. Just like how he didn't have the Reggie. I would have called it the Reginald. But <laughs> how that didn't happen. How did Eddie Jones get one, but not Reggie Miller? Oh, I'll tell you how. Because Eddie Jones never drove MJ to the point of actually choking him the way Michael Jordan, no joke, looked like he wanted to choke the like out of Reggie Miller. And I think that's why we never saw that Reggie Miller colorway at all. Or signature line. Would have been cool, though. Yep, I agree. But, But there is an inherent uncoolness that he taps into. He was kind of the first basketball troll in a sense because his antics, uh, antics, wow, his antics would spike, kind of ushered in that legacy. He's probably the subject of one of the most entertaining 30 for 30s. And the fact that they structured it like an opera was probably a chef's kiss that none of us could even imagine. And yeah, he is a little irritating on the mic, but that's kind of how he's always based his career off of. He's at his best when he's not only shooting a three in your eye, he's letting you know. And it's not the cool trash talk. It's the most corny, cheesy trash talk available. So I think Reggie Miller does deserve a shoe. So kudos there, Robbie. Just a little bland. He's a good guy. Just a little, little bland. Yep. 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 And speaking of bland, I think I've got next, and I will also go for somebody from that era that's 
on the surface very bland, but he has his own almost his own wing in the Hall of Fame, and that's when John Stockton. I just think the all-time assist leader, the all-time steals leader was in basketball purgatory in Utah, or maybe he was the basketball purgatory that, uh, purgatory that let Utah down in terms of wanting to be the Hood's favorite team to use in NBA 2K or NBA Live. But his level of achievement does deserve some sort of validation. And granted, I think he could care less if he got a signature line, but he did kind of usher in that last golden generation of point guards that played in a very traditional way of, okay, I'm always going to look for others. And if I can hit the shot every now and then I can, but passing first is always the option. I'm not a John Stockton fan. So I, I, Oh no, no. I think you can count on one hand. How many people will actively say, yeah, I love John yeah, Stockton. Yeah. I'm not so one too. of them either. So wait, yep. does it go? That was your last one wrote, right? I have oh, one so more. You go, I think. Okay. My bad. Yep. And with my last pick, I'm trying to think. Nick, okay, override me on this because this is something that just kind of popped in my head, but I don't have the subject matter expertise that you do. Does Lewis Hamilton have his own signature? He does line? not, but that's a good call. That's from like 1700. How would he have his own signature shoe, man? Just kidding. That's <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Oh, man, I don't know. He got that Broadway play. So, yeah, I'll go with Lewis Hamilton. He's kind of the Michael Jordan, Jackie Robinson, LeBron James of his sport. And I think he's doing a great job ushering in a diversity for said sport that tends to be a little whitewashed. And, yeah, he can do no wrong in terms of the off-the-track activities. And even when he's on the track, if he's in a losing position, there is something captivating to watch about him. And to me, that's kind of the ultimate seal of approval of an athlete that deserves a signature line. So I'll go Lewis Hamilton with my fifth pick. What sport is it? I, I got it's racing is the track, but yeah. Formula Formula one. one. Okay. Has there a catnip for our Discord channel? Has there ever been a Formula One pl- driver with a signature shoe? Uh, so Michael Schumacher had like a driving shoe that was his oh, I mean, shoe. That counts. It's your um, sport. Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't hit. That partnership didn't last very long. I mean, it la- it was four or five years, but he wore a, like I have a, I'll throw a picture up, but it's a, a Barry Sanders zoom turf. that was a Schumacher edition was kind of like his off out of the car shoe um, originally in like 96, 97. But then I think the, uh, I think he had a, a very like maybe like one one shoe that he wore two years in a row, basically like minor updates, but they didn't actually okay. make it like a signature line. Um, right. Racing drivers just don't typically get a whole yeah. lot of attention. But to to Rhodes, you know, point Lewis Lewis Hamilton actually wears a lot of stuff. He's had signature colors of shoes uh, or PE colors of of shoes. He's had. Um, he had like a, a pretty cool, like actual, like PE racing boot, um, earlier or maybe like two years ago now, but yeah, that's a, that's a good call. I, I would love to see more of the, more of the formula one guys, um, get a signature shoe. So my favorite player of the modern era, not named Dirk. Well, fuck. Not named Kobe, LeBron. <laughs> Not named Kobe, LeBron, or Vince Carter is one Dirk Nowitzki, the best thing out of Germany since schnitzel. How he didn't have, I get again, big man. I like big men. I like big women. It's like, I like that, you know, back to the basket game. Or Dirk was obviously now pioneered every big man playing much differently than they did before he got in the league. But an MVP, a finals MVP. First time Hall of Famer, I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer, 
perennial all-star. Give him, it sounds weird, but like a hyper D. Is it a hyper dunk? It's called like the hyper D. It's hyper Dirk. I mean, so what's funny is for a long time, three, four years, Nike was releasing a hyper dunk and then an Air Max for a full length Air Max version of it. A variant of it with like a strap. I think one year had a strap. Um, they could have easily just made one of those the Dirk because like throwing full length Air Max and a strap, it looked different enough than the hyper dunk, but it still was a hyper dunk. Dallas is a huge market. The people, the country of Germany loves them. He's always on the world stage or was always on the world stage with the Olympics. Just I would have loved to see Dirk get a big man, especially when he saw Weber, Amari, Duncan, uh, yep. Garnett, everybody KG. else, all his contemporaries get him. But yeah. not Dirk. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, so final pick on me, right? Yep. All right. Yep. I got to go. Uh, I got to go with the only hope the Suns have left now that CP3 is out with COVID. Uh, Devin Booker, my last pick. I feel like he'll get one anytime now. Yeah, he's he wears Nike, right? most of the time. But right? again, like yeah. Anthony Davis, I think you kind of can't put him in one. I would like to see it. He's definitely earned it. He's deserving of it. But like he, he, he had B Legendary written on his shoes by Kobe. Like He has to keep wearing Kobe's. He has to, but it would be much deserved. It's even weirder now because they're not going to be making Kobe's, right? So, like, that yeah. that whole thing, all yes. this is going to be really an interesting thing to revisit, like, a year or two from now. Because, you know, Anthony Davis, know Paul Millsap, Booker, they have stacks DeRozan, and stacks and stacks of Kobe. Isaiah Thomas. 100 yeah. pairs. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The alternate Grinches. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah. shame we'll never see those. Rohizi, who's your sixth man? Mm-hmm. The sixth person for me, you know what? I will, I will throw Nicholas and the baseball fans a bone because I kind of went through a weird YouTube deep dive today, and the only thing I could think of from a signature perspective of this player is the fact that he was a part of the Pizza Hut ball and bat line where you got a signature slugger and a signature pitcher from that era. And give me Greg Maddox, aka the John Stockton of the baseball world. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Who you got, Robbie? What team do you play for? I know baseball so little. Cubs. Cubs and the Braves. Yeah, the Cubs and the Braves. Yep. When they were cursed, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. I know that much. Yeah. My last person is the sixth man for the Brooklyn Nets currently one Blake Griffin. Ooh. You're in the L.A. market, and you're the golden child for the L.A. market in the basketball sense for years. You jumped over Kia's. I don't, I don't know how that never jumped into our hearts out with Lob City. I just don't know how it never materialized, man. I mean, the Jordan Superfly line. He promoted it. It wasn't the Blake Griffin though. He had a Blake Griffin Jordan one, but. I, I wonder, is that because Chris Paul was also on Jordan and there was a little bit of friction between those two, especially in the latter part of their Clipper years together? But Well, I mean, like, I don't get why Nike didn't give him one before they switched over to Jordan. Like, yep. he was so popular. Like, how many redhead dudes do you see jumping over a red Kia with red shoes on? Like, it was such, like, that was the moment. And he was really good. He was a MVP-level candidate for four seasons after. He was, it was, a, there was a good period of time where Blake Griffin was a legit top 20 player in the league. 
top 50 player. He was player. a redheaded stepchild that made the redheaded stepchild of the NBA actually worth a damn. And coming from a Lakers fan like Robbie, that is quite the accomplishment that he even considered putting Blake Griffin on this Or list. the Clippers are just so shitty they couldn't figure out how to get him a signature shoe. Two ways to look at it. So Yes. Uh, all right. My, my sixth, uh, man, I, I, I don't, I don't like this choice, but I feel like he deserves a signature shoe outside of his Uggs deal. And I'm going to say Tom Brady. Oh man. Uh, well, I mean, man, pick somebody that, that technically is, does he have a signature Ugg? I don't know if he has a signature. Yeah, I, think I think he just he, has like a deal up. with Uggs. Uh, no, but there's no Tom Brady TB 12 method. Yeah. I bet you there's a TB Sperry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if I, if I can't choose Tom Brady, I mean, this would, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of him, but the Joker probably deserves to to Robbie's big man conversation. Right. Very fitting. And one of the best logos is he has the J like the Joker, the jester hat killer logo, but Nike's always had great creative logos for their PE people. So that's nothing new. Yep. No, like Shaq says, please put that on a T-shirt because I would be willing to buy it. I love Jokic's game, and I think what better way to represent him than giving him that signature line, like Nick was saying. Yep. Ro, uh, did you find a, a, a Tom Brady UGG? I thought you had an excited look on your face for a minute. I did not find an official that's, one. That's so good. I mean, Nick, it's up to you. You can you can pick Joker. You can pick Tom I'm Brady. Gonna go, I'm gonna go with Tom Brady. I mean, he, that guy has won way too many titles to not have a footwear brand saying where our shoe will put your name on it. Well, he has under, he wears under armor. He's like on the under armor umbrella. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I think that's, that's, just that's one fair though. I wouldn't want an under armor yeah. shoe from Tom Brady. That's literally the whitest thing on earth. A Tom Brady under armor shoe. Like, fuck. <laughs> I'm not even a fan of his. Yeah. I mean, but, but, uh, but you respect, you were, it's hard to yeah. not respect yeah. what eight, Six championships, however many it is now. Yeah, six is crazy, man. Like it's you. You got you got to throw him, throw him his rice. It's his wedding day every day. Yeah, exactly. That was fun though. So, sorry, seven rings for Mister. Damn, Tommy. All right, we want to do a quick little quick little recap. Recap. Yep, I'll start us off. Uh, my first overall pick was Christian Pulisic. My second overall pick was Patrick Mahomes. Third was Sue Bird. Fourth was John Stockton. Fifth was Lewis Hamilton. And Greg Maddox was my wild card coming off the bench. I just realized I drafted in reverse order, so my least favorite first, which is not a good look if you're trying to take good things. I went Mike Bibby, Brittany Griner, uh, Reggie Miller, Dirk Nowitzki, Blake Griffin, and Anthony Davis, not in that order. I forgot the order already. But those are the people. All right. I went uh, Jerry Rice, Megan Rapino, Luka Doncic, Clayton Kershaw, Devin Booker, and Tom Brady. Let us know your starting five. Who deserves a signature shoe? We got a pretty decent list. I might throw this list up at the end of this so you can take a look at what we were, what we were talking about. But that's the show for today. Follow us all on wherever you need to, but more importantly, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Bye. Thank you, guys.
Hey everyone, this is Nick again. Before you take off, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. We just launched our new merch, including tees, stickers, keychains, and a bunch of other pieces you can grab to show your support for the podcast. You can purchase it now through our companion site, sittingtreasure.com. You can also get access to more episodes of the podcast by joining our Discord community at patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Plus, we've got a bunch of other fun things going on in the community, including trivia nights, giveaways, access to sneaker raffles from around the world, release announcements, and just in general, good people helping good people get the sneakers they want. Plus, we're not bought by advertisers, investors, or other big money. I'm confident in saying that we are the best sneaker community for people truly passionate about sneakers. We've also teamed up with a few partners to offer our supporters access to exclusive discounts. You can find some of those in the links in the description for this episode and even more in our Discord. Give us a try, and if you don't enjoy it, you can always cancel the membership at any time. As always, thank you for rocking with us, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.